Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 110, episode 2 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers wow. and fuck Fox News. It's Tuesday, November 26, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Potato Matorontary O'Brien. Uh, oh. That is courtesy of Hannah Soltis, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! <clears throat> now, who's shot? Who's pot? I should probably stop before I pass out on the floor. Let's talk about cops. Why the Simpson got crop? Which fools got pop? Who's grossly gobbling down Trump's weird cock? The same old drip. Miles, nothing about me changed to a dick. Can't stop pills for ED. I'm a limp. Don't believe in Valley World, homie. Double up. Without man, you are. Cause that whole thing, we don't play around. It's about laid down. They didn't know me 91, but they know me now. It's the young Valley kid with the Goldie sound. Uh, yes, it's Miles Gray. Thank you so much to Christy Yamaguchi, man. At Crispy Bean Donuts. That was beautiful. For that moment. Money more problems. Well done. So true. I mean, I mean, y'all saw, y'all saw what it was. We're at the auto show. You know what I mean? Right. More money, more problems. Bag, you know what I mean? Like heist. You know I don't what know happens? I, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk yet, but as a person who doesn't come here every day, I cannot believe how calm everyone in the room was while you were doing. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's my, every day, man. We I just was stunned. As we are, all, <laughs> we're all witnesses, man. We're all witnesses. You know, you as know? Team Ten says, it's every day, bro. Yeah. Wow. That's, Miles, that's Miles. <laughs> Miles has that just above his computer. It's yeah. every day, bro. Every yeah. day, bro. All right, now I'm not here again. He makes us all hold hands and say that together like it's, it's a, a prayer. Yeah, that's it's how every pump day, up for the bro. show. Yeah, it's, it's every, every day, bro. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> we're imagine? thrilled to be joined in our third seat uh, by one of the very faces on Mount Zeitmore. Mm-hmm. He is the hilarious, the talented. Mr. Chris Crofton! Hey, what's up? So happy to be back. Are you doing Stone Cold Steve So happy to be back. Hey, man. And I really, I don't have that in my life. I don't have people that bust dirty rhymes like early in the, early in the <laughs> right. morning. For me, oh, this yeah. is early in the morning. So yeah. I just like basically just woke up and... and you know, it is, you know, it's it still happens. still technically the morning for things, another things around, minute. Things around my house are not as spirited as... They are. Well, here. that's because you haven't. Had, there's. You're not entering a cold brew like filled zone like this office is. Right. Well, I waited. I know. I, every I know. Every time I do the, the daily zeitgeist, I I um I wait. Hold off on cold brew till the show. So it's a that's very what I do. very yeah. sad morning. This is like <laughs> I I <laughs> me too. That's my life, man. Because like I <laughs> I uh, focus all the energy to the beginning of the show, so people. When they like hear me on the show and then meet me in person, they're like, "Man, I you have a lot more energy on the show." I'm like, "Oh Man, yeah. I wish I wish I had that like CEO energy where you're just always like, yeah, yeah. right, just can't just slap can't help yourself from yeah. clap. Get over here, uh, huh? But, oh. yeah. that, that peak capitalism energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I don't right. have that. <laughs> well, yeah, when money isn't your god, you know. Cold brew is just our god. I have peak depression energy. energy. Yeah. Right. PD. Dust bowl. I'd say I have dust bowl. Oh, dust bowl energy. Dust, dust bowl energy. <laughs> big, dust bowl big, energy. You got big dust bowl energy. <laughs> like that uh, photo of, uh, of the like, Grapes of Wrath. Yeah. I kind of wear a dust bowl kind of outfit, too. Yeah. Kind of like a dust Your bowl. Your new album, Dust Bowl Father. Dust Bowl Stepfather. Yeah. You dust look bowl like you've been. <laughs> You look like you've been nursed across a rough, uh, 
a rough, yeah. a rough day or two. And it's nothing. It's just a rough harvest or two. Just 1980s Connecticut alcoholism. That's <laughs> yeah. all it is. Huh. Mim- mimicking that. the Dust Bowl. Yeah. There you go. Different kind of Dust Bowl. Yeah. Uh, well, Chris, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. But first, we're going to take our listeners through a couple of things we're talking about today. We've cleared Act 1 for Chris because he always has such hot takes just just, just FYI yeah uh, act one has been cleared uh, Shit, I feel incredibly honored when we get to act two we're going to talk about Lev Parnas who apparently has handed over some receipts uh, no not just paper receipts uh, apparently there are photographs photograph receipts yeah. there are video video, tape receipts. Re- video yeah. recordings and audio recordings mm-hmm. uh, that he has handed over to Adam Schiff we don't know a single thing that's what on it is him, so uh uh, I just want to do an overall impeachment recap. I'm hearing a lot of people being like, okay, well, where do we stand now that, now that that happened, uh, now that we had all that testimony last week, where where do we stand? Uh, we are going to look at the candidacy of one Michael Bloomberg, uh, because you know we checked in on it when it was just a, a rumor. But now that it's been made official. When it's just a twinkle in a billionaire's eye. Yeah. It's being treated like it's different than, I don't know, like the other candidates. <laughs> like he, this matters. He's, yeah. Uh, him coming in last second is not a laughable attempt by a billionaire to protect the money of billionaires. Uh, we're going to look at the fate of Adnan Syed. Uh, we're going to look at Frozen 2, which... Shattered box office records over the week and all of that more. But first, Chris, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are? Well, uh, we've been through a lot here on Daily Zeitgeist with these search histories. Uh, mudlarking, from mudlarking to magnet fishing to uh, cold starting cars to uh, uh, I'm, I'm running out of weird interests uh, yeah but i i did stumble across You're like i only have four interests i did stumble <laughs> it's kind of true um <laughs> but uh most of my interests center around like uh finding shit so um like finding archaeology stuff first of all just a shout out to uh the curse of oak island which is just uh mm-hmm. kicking ass and 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 i just have to say i think yeah. that they're gonna find There's something this season they're gonna find something this season i'm not yeah. kidding and i don't think anyone's paying attention and they're gonna shock the world anyway <laughs> That's uh that's one thing. Yeah. Michael but, Bloomberg, where do you stand on the Curse of Oak Island? Yeah, that's what yeah. we want to know. Yeah. What is it? No benevolent billionaires involved. Actually, that's not true. Those guys are both rich that are doing the ex- excavation. Ex- the only reason they're able to do it is because basically it's they like are- self-funded. They are benevolent billionaires. Yeah. Yeah. Who are hung up on treasure instead of like- Whatever the at least are whatever treasure than like boosting yeah, the price unless, of prescription exactly drugs instead right. of like whatever Michael Bloomberg likes to do like you know I don't know what he's stopping for what does he like to do he just stands around I mean he stands Harass in a black suit. and brown people he has good posture talk about what women having nice asses yeah I wonder yeah probably it's yeah. probably sex stuff that's a that's a legit anecdote from somebody who met him once they went up complimenting him about his gun control. And he ignored the compliment and said, would you look at the ass on that one? Oh, my so, God. Yeah. yeah. Okay, He's so at least these billionaires- Built on, to be president. And they're not billionaires on Oak Island. They're just like millionaires or something. Yeah, right? yeah And they're getting course. help from History Which Channel. Which is a huge difference. History Channel's given them a lot of money. For right. The, but they've- Man, they got big equipment on that show that I can't even imagine. They're working uh, with those History Channel billions. Uh, yeah, oh, so, yeah. So- <laughs> <laughs> so actually, yeah, I probably I think they the I probably think that I don't know much about business, so I think the History Channel has billions of dollars. Um, so 
the thing I thought of was I was I was going through these search, you know, looking for archaeology or whatever, and I found this guy who um, called Cincinnati Picker, who is a <laughs> who is a guy who um, who goes to ta- like uh, well, we used to call them tag sales when I grew up, but like in Connecticut, uh, but like in the Northeast in the eighties, they were t- tag sales, but they're oh, y- yard sales or garage right. sales. Garage sales. Okay. It's a Rummage guy who goes sales. to garage sales. It's a guy named Cincinnati Picker who goes to garage sales, and I think he has a lot of nerve giving himself such a fancy title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because Picker. honestly, he's just a guy who goes to. He's a regular, very regular, uncharming dude who goes to tag sales or yard sales and just bitches about prices. <laughs> says stuff to little people like, 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 like the lady. He asked this. He's like, okay, I saw this baseball. Like, and he's leaving. He like left the yard sale. Like, he'll have a little clip of the yard sale, and then it's just him in the car bitching. So he's like. Oh yeah, I went to this yard sale a minute ago, and he showed like a little footage, and or no, he cuts it, so he edits it. Imagine editing yard sales. So right. he, um, it's a golden age. <laughs> I've talked about how underrated YouTube is. It's yeah. amazing. Um, no, amazing. You, I mean, when in the world, the history, could you ever imagine watching a regular person go to a regular yard sale in as Cincinnati, entertainment? No I mean, imagine. Yeah. So he leaves this yard sale, and he's in the car, being like, "Well, that was ridiculous. This lady had this beat up pamphlet." That was like an old. It was a vintage baseball, uh, like program. Um, yeah, or like like or like a um, schedule from like 1977 or whatever. And I wanted it, and I it didn't have a price on it. So I asked how much it was, and and uh, and and I expected it to be 50 cents or something because the binding was torn off, and it was. She said five dollars, and I was like, uh, no thanks. And uh, and, and then <laughs> he like showed a clip. In- then he like edited a clip. Uh-huh. He said it right to her face too. He goes like, he's like, how much is this? And she's like, oh, five dollars. And he goes, yeah, I'm not gonna be getting that. Like he's like starts <laughs> <laughs> goes direct to like, camera. Like he does, yeah, he does like uh, in front of uh, people. It's like he's harassing <laughs> the owners of the yard sale and uh, the owners of the yard sale. Anyway, right. he he he. But then he also in the same breath, he's like, you know, I I like. He's like, it was a. It was a, the binding was torn off, you know. But I like those sort of things. Like I'll throw it in a display case at home. Like with a, so what do you mean? As like, you do, I don't understand. Right. Like it's like it made me mad because he also was like, I really wanted it. So like, why couldn't he pay five dollars for it? Right, five dollars because he knows yeah. what it's worth. It wasn't even the big red machine team. It didn't it even have even, a price on it. It wasn't even Johnny Bench or Pete Rose on. There's that one video that's titled "She Wouldn't Even Give Me a Price." <laughs> And it was just this lady that he was mad at because she wouldn't throw out a price on like some air conditioner or something. Anyway, it's a very uh, I don't know if I recommend that. Um, I as just much like as- the idea though of someone of like watching low stakes haggling take place at a yard right. sale and cut together like that. No, and he's never, as far as I could tell, happy. It's just all about him just being glass glass half empty. From what dude. you're saying, it sounds like he's never going to find a yard sale where an item he thinks is priced properly. He thinks everything should be free. Right, essentially. Like he right? really does. He's like, you know, oh, this Swarovski punch bowl is yeah. $30. He goes he's like he's like he goes to this. He's like that's the last estate sale I'm going to. The prices oh, are God. through the roof. So he's like a he talks like a male version of a woman who's like I need to speak to the manager. Oh, except yeah. the yard sale. Except he's speaking to the manager of a yard sale, which is <laughs> just a regular a person at their widow. house. Yeah, he's like, like goes to someone's house. The is valid because like anyone yeah. who's watched Antiques Road show is like, mm-hmm. man, what if those dudes weren't polite? Right. Like, what if they were just like, I'm going to shit on your dreams. Uh, like, I'm going to shit on your personal sense of worth. 
but they're like different. What is valuable, right? To you. But I guess like those guys are like historical, like uh, vin- like antique assessor appraisers, and this yeah. guy is some dude who's just like Cincinnati picker. He's just mad he can't get everything for free. He goes into these. Shows, are there ones where he's he like, wants to pay nothing for everything, right. and he's mad if anyone says anything's more than a dollar? Has he ever right. done something? He's like, oh man, I hit the mother load today. This great prices, great stuff. That's the thing. I don't think so, but I haven't gotten deep enough into it. I mean, but the main thing with this dude is that for some reason he thinks that he's smarter than everybody in the world about prices, and he thinks that, I don't know, he just goes to sales so he can be mad that everything's not free. I don't know how to describe it. It might not even be that he likes the things there. It's almost like the venue gives him the opportunity to activate his outrage. Yes, he wants to get mad. He goes to these shows. Oh, oh, this is what I was going to say. Okay. So, um, by the way, I don't know if you guys missed it, but we had to cut because I had a cold brew. Like, my brain actually wiped. He said, I've had had this happen. No, he looked out the window (laughs) and he said, are we on the Millennium Falcon? Because lights are starting to streak I've dead seriously had a brain wipe, a cold brew related (laughs) brain wipe. And I just had to have a hard boiled egg and now I'm back. Welcome back. It's three hours later. If anyone's wondering what it's like to be 50. (laughs) So, yeah, so this guy, like, someone said... What is this guy like giving you tips for? This is like, I, I sure. shared the video. This is the thing. I shared the video and then someone said, hey, what's great about this also is it's a service that's not necessary because these sales will never happen again. <laughs> like, it's not like, <laughs> it's not like you can go in now prepared to this fucking sale in Cincinnati <laughs> right. and now you'll know what this lady's like. Right, right. Like, oh, well. It's done. After, yeah. yeah. And. But it's not even clear what he's trying to accomplish because he's clearly he wants to get mad. So it's like, listen, people. if you want to get mad, visit this sale in Cincinnati and try and buy this pamphlet. And, and also a time machine because it happened last month. And yet he has 80,000 <laughs> yeah. subscribers. Yeah. So there's something that he's getting at. Like He's I not think, funny or anything. Right. I think part of it is probably like the... I'm sure there's a, an entire audience at home like when Price is Right is happening... And the whole audience is shouting yeah. at, at the uh, person who's trying to decide what to bid. I'm sure like 50% of the people at home are watching it and shouting at the people at home and then right, being right. like, idiot, yeah. when they get it wrong. So maybe that's like his target demo. Oh, he paid yeah, a dollar so- for that frozen yogurt cup right. shaped like a Cincinnati Reds batting helmet. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's somehow it's somehow taking top. Like toxic masculinity and running it through a yard sale. Um, What is something you think is underrated? Underrated, I would say, um, uh, oh God, here we go again. Underrated is um, therapy. Okay. Therapy. And I'll tell you why, because- um, uh, Yeah, I'm on the fence about this. Just because you go to one therapist that isn't good doesn't mean that you should never go again. Yeah, right. like and restaurants. I'm, I'm tired of that, and I got a thing for it. It's If you go to the barber and you get a haircut that's bad, you go to a different barber. barber. You don't right. just cut your own hair for the rest of your life. <laughs> Fuck right. it, I'm going to let it get matted. <laughs> yeah, one so I have to listen to people's problems all the time. and As a therapist. and they Yeah, as a <laughs> fake therapist that they prefer because I don't give them the hard truths. Right. You know, that's <laughs> right, the fun right. thing about talking to your friend is they'll never tell you that yeah. you need to go to rehab because right. you go on, you know, it's, it's a little touchy. Sure. So you can beat it. Really. It's like, my life isn't going well. You know, well, Chris, oh, what, are we, what am I going to do? And I'm like, well, number one, I'm thinking is you should stop smoking pot all day, every minute. 
Right. Uh, would be one thing, but I can't say that because I know that'll make you flip out. And yeah, you'll be hold like, on. I told you this in confidence. <laughs> yeah, so it's like you can't do it. So they just get like to complain, basically. Right. Kind of similar to the Cincinnati Picker. Yeah. Right. And, um, and I just have had a great experience in therapy this week. And I've been to a million different therapists. And I went to one that told me I should go to church. So I, you know, and I didn't just say- Are like, you religious? Oh, or they no, just assumed, they, presumed for you? I was you? a maniac. Anybody can g- become a therapist. Right, I mean, you right, know, it's, right. I'm just saying, like, go to... You should go see Despicable Me too. I'm, everybody has <laughs> that story. I went to therapy one time and it sucked, so I'm never going again. I'm just yeah. going to suffer for the rest I of went, my life. I went to a dude once who was like an undercover pickup artist, I think. Like, the way he was, like, explaining shit to me, like, back about, like, relationships I was having was, like, so off. Like, even at the time, I was like, this dude does not know right. what he's talking about. We're having relationship troubles. Uh, she neg ya? No, she's like, wait a <laughs> second. Like, when you have sex, is she on top? That's why, dude. You feel powerless because the woman's on top. She's dominating you. Wow. Well, he sounds like, he like, actually sounds like a good therapist. But um, <laughs> and uh, I was like, that's uh, interesting. I don't know Holy about shit. that, dude. I'm like, right. I have, like, other shit tied to, like, past, like, my... Like upbringing, he's like, nah, nah, dude. Nah, no. forget all that shit. You got to change up the sex position. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then come back and describe them to yeah, me. Yeah, put it in the <laughs> back. I'll put it on video. Also, right. there's a way you yeah. can videotape it. It'd be even better. But right. I went because he had like these interesting modalities, like using like light therapy. I was like, I was into all kinds of different yeah. like things like that. And that was like the one thing that was partially effective at one point was sort of like using this like light therapy to sort of open me up my subconscious a little bit. But oh, then, like, like EMDR? The thing that goes back and forth? Yeah, yeah, that you wear like yeah. the little light mask thing. Oh, I didn't do that. I had a lady who was very old who did it for me, and we had With I had like the light. world's oldest set of Walkman. Like I had original yeah, Walkman yeah, right. headphones attached to some With like the radio style, shack. The foam ear cups. Yeah, it was incredible. I felt like I was uh, in an arcade uh, in 1983. But that it was, uh, you look at a light that goes back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And well, it gives you a meditative kind of- Yeah, so you close your eyes, so even through your eyelids, like it's just sort of- Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I actually- it's maybe even more than kind of cool. Like it, it, it I apparently helps people with like serious trauma. It's this light therapy. It's called the MDR. Yeah. So therapy is, uh, you know, I, I've, I've had bum therapists. You know, like go to church. One guy, you know, that's a, that's right. a, that's a no. I didn't go again to that guy. Like right. I'm not going to church. I went to church when I was a kid. I was a f- right. freaking altar boy. Yeah, uh, you know, that think about how me. that worked. That's for part you. of my problem. You were yeah, an altar yeah. boy I, at the time. Yeah. Not an altar boy now, Chris. Yeah. I'm just saying, altar yeah. man. He's yeah. like, maybe you should become an altar boy. I was like, what? I'm 34 <laughs> years old. Uh, so that therapist, and there was another therapist who wanted to jam. Like he found out I played music, and he was like, <laughs> oh, he was no. like yeah, he's like, I play guitar, you know. And oh, that's no. when you know when the therapist's like, I play guitar. It's like, nah, too. you're not being. What kind of guitar you got? I got a Les Paul Sunburst uh, reissue. You know, the Epiphone one, the original. Of course, it's one. a fucking reissue. You're yeah. a therapist. You're not gonna have an original. Oh wow! <laughs> there you go. Let him know. Wait, had he had an original? You're like, hold hobby. on, Doc. Hold on. Original sunburst. Like, <laughs> you're a hobbyist. Yeah. You know, like you know, like therapists, whatever. They want to get together and jam. You know, like, if you I'm have a therapist SG that guy. wants to jam, like uh, constantly, he's like, so what do you listen to? I'm like, I'm not paying you to talk Dude, about yeah. Nirvana. Exactly. Right. You're like, hold on, therapist. What are you listening? I talk to? about Nirvana in my private life, nonstop. <laughs> right. Um, I feel like. The therapists who are interested in stuff like, you know, Nirvana or uh, sexual positions, which like could be an interesting, like it's almost like they're analyzing your life like it's a film. They're like, well, the symbolism inherent in that. Sure. And, like I even feel that way about young 
sort of like a lot. He has like really, really interesting things to read about. But then He's I don't know Carl how like, young Carl Young. Okay, when yeah. you just said Young, I was like I uh, Nick yeah. Young. Yeah, Nick yeah. Young, Swaggy P. <laughs> Swaggy P. Uh, no, yeah, Carl Young like has all these like interesting things to say about like dreams and like these archetypal like things that show up in our dreams. But I feel like how interesting something is and how effective it is at like helping you in your life are not like related. Yeah. Well, this dude just yeah, jumped I mean... to the sex position thing. Like out of me being like, I don't <laughs> right. know. I feel like I'm getting in a pattern with right. the women I date. Like I'm not like, they're, always, like they're very... always on top. He's like, are they always on top dude? <laughs> yeah. Or are they models? And I'm like, what? He's like, you want to go to, bu- you go to bungalow closed? later? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so, what? so there's a lot of reasons why a therapist can be bad. And, and, right. and, and, and I'm, that's my point. My point is just that therapy is a great service. The same as a barber. Right. The same as a fireman. It's just a service. It's yeah. not. It's not. Yeah, and, there's and, levels to it. Yeah. And 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 if you go to one that, that wants to jam with you, or you go to one that, that that wants to know what sex positions you do, then you don't go to that one anymore. And you go yeah. to another one. But then that you don't just talk to your friend for the rest of your damn life because you're never going to get the hard truths. You're never going to get right. And you're not serious about getting better. If you're just yakking to your friend about yeah. your problems. That's what you want to do. You just want to talk. And now, back in my day, your barber was your therapist. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, I, yeah. I can relate. So your fireman. That's, so that's your bartender. Your wife. <laughs> so dust, that's like dust bullshit. Fire, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you here to fight a fire? Fire, Give me my therapy. Bad, my bad. Uh, uh, what is something you think is overrated? Um, overrated, I would say uh, definitely the Cybertruck, which has made me very angry. Um, From what aspect? You're a truck guy? You're a polygon guy i'm not i'm just like i'm just like that is seriously the stupidest looking thing i've ever i mean that is the dumbest that's that's a five-year-old's idea of the future oh yeah i mean what the it looks like he actually made it the launch party looked like a a rave in bosnia in 1996 I mean, it, it looked like a human trafficker's birthday party. Was, something was going on. <laughs> I up mean, there. I cannot believe the aesthetic. What is that aesthetic? I Anybody no also idea. who follows my Instagram would have noticed that I took a picture of that, whatever that, you know, like he's on the cutting edge because he hired some graffiti artist from 2004 to make that cyber truck thing that looks oh, like really? a death metal logo. I, just, I fully checked out. Oh, well, anyway, I, I did a thing where I crossed out and put. Toxic masculinity. I'm obsessed with toxic masculinity. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, it's a big part of my life. I. I uh, uh, yeah. Who ties into therapy too? Who um, threw up this tag? It's like not even. That's what I mean. What is that? It was meant. Some famous graffiti artist did the that graphic that text. I guess I don't know. Unless Elon Musk did, he could have. Maybe Grimes like, did it. Uh, probably. Dude, whoever threw that up, they're a toy, bro. Oh, I know. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I like my, it. My I've never heard has, toy. I like toy. that. You're not even an OG in the I game. Love You're a toy, bro. I, I love playing. that. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, the Cybertruck is a. Here's the thing. You know, uh, it, it has to go on regular roads. Yeah. Which it ruins will. everything. It's gonna look. <laughs> what do you it's mean? It's not. It's not a Cybertruck. I can't believe he called it a Cybertruck. Yeah. It's a truck. I mean, it's a regular truck. Cybertruck is like if you were like a showrunner for a kid's animated show about like space police. Like you'd be like, and then this is the vehicle, the Cybertruck. I just it's don't like, want to let it Cyber slide. Man? You know, it looks like RT R two D 2s butt plug. It looks like. Yeah. It mm. looks like. Uh, and the reason I brought up toxic masculinity is is that I really do feel like, you know. Not because you said it looked like R2-D2's butt plug? <laughs> well, just that it looks like, I mean, it's going to be easy to identify yeah, for pieces sure. of shit from now on if they're driving a goddamn cyber truck. Is it, the, is it the body shape? Like, what's the most offensive thing to you? It's the aesthetic of it? 
or is it the name? What? Because it seems like there's many things that are upsetting to you. For me personally, it just looks like the design is regressive to me. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, people have made good points about it. Like instead of like, okay, I'm not going to make that that tunnel that makes us get to the airport faster or whatever, and I'm not gonna we're not gonna be on Mars for a while. But in the meantime, yeah, here's a 1984 video game version of a truck. Here's like, a I triangle. Just think, what I just I just think it is not the last thing we need is more. We trucks. need more realism, not more fantasy. Oh, nonsense! Like, I mean, the, the, oh, we need affordable housing, not, not cartoon trucks. Oh wow! So it's more and, of like that the... are launched at a sex rave. I mean, right. I just <laughs> what the fuck? I just was yeah. outraged. The whole thing was, and I just don't want to let it slide. Oh, so there's a grown you... man that gets right. celebrated for being a genius who put out a cyber truck that looks like it comes from Zaxxon. Uh, the ColecoVision Zaxxon. I mean, <laughs> right. it's, I just don't think that's acceptable or exciting. Right. It's an electric truck. It's still a truck. It still goes on roads. Yeah. We don't need roads. We need to walk and ride bikes. Not where we're going. Yeah. Wait, uh, who? Where are we going? Back to the Future <laughs> reference. Oh, okay. Back to the Future 2 ref. Sorry, Doc. Oh, actually, that ended Back to the Future 1. Okay. Um, <laughs> like that all right, anyway. A double layer of check right there. Anyway, cyber trucks. Fuck cyber trucks. Come but on. I like that. Yeah, just, just more, a regular more of a truck. commentary on societally like where yeah. we're at. It's a regular just... truck that looks like a fucking... It's, a, it's Man, just to me, the, the cyber truck is just the silliest thing. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think you should get away with calling any... No one should be able to call anything a cyber anything. Right. Wow. And the overall connection. Cyber to, pants. Unequivocal I mean, in that, huh? cyber pants. It's a stupid modifier from the 80s. Oh, it's ridiculous. Like when everything was X or oh, 2000. Yeah, right. my cyber fanny pack. Yeah. <laughs> X pack. Oh, my cyber food. Right. <laughs> my cyber sandwich. What's, what's cyber about it? It's shaped like a missile. <laughs> shaped like a cartoon. Like, it be a missile sandwich? What's look, a, it's cyber. Look, I have a sandwich shaped like a robot. It's a cyber sandwich. <laughs> Uh, what is a myth? What's something people think is true a that myth, you know to be false? A myth is that uh, this. I fucked up my list because I was supposed to say the myth was uh, that therapy was not good. Um, uh, but instead, I'm going to say that the myth is that the song um, Boys Do Fall in Love by Robin Gibb is a bad song. That's the myth. It's okay. actually a good song. From the Bee Gees? Yeah. Robin Gibb made a solo record that, speaking of, um, um, speaking of like fake... It's like the other thing about cyber trucks. Is people think <laughs> okay. people think that this the, that the future has arrived so many times. You know, yeah. every right. generation is like yeah, the yeah. future has arrived. Yeah. Boop, boop, beep, boop, boop. You know, it's like so dumb. Um, and in 1981, or I have it all on my phone here. I have a, I've, I've actually prepared for this part of the segment. Um, so Robin Gibb put out a solo record in uh, let me see what year it is. Um 1984, of course. Right. That was a year that people had, had decided that the future had arrived. Yeah, for like no reason. My yeah, birthday. Because someone because there was like a TRS-80. Right. Or there was like a Commodore whatever. 64 yeah. or whatever there is. There's like it's it's on. It's finally here. <laughs> the doc- that Mac commercial the boss and then Dr. The Rhythm emulator yeah. referencing yeah. the Mac commercial. We still have hemorrhoids, but the future is here. <laughs> right. Like that's the thing that annoys me too. It's like cure hemorrhoids first, then make a truck then that looks like it goes truck. in space. Hey, does that truck go in space? No, it goes on regular roads. Ah, fuck. How is it for my hemorrhoids? It's going to fuck them up really bad. <laughs> ah, what the no hell? Shots. Also, I do not I do not have hemorrhoids. Um okay. boys d- <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, doc. Okay, so anyway, the song Boys Do Fall in Love is like primitive electronica, Uh which I'm sure at the time they thought was like the probably the best electronica that was ever going to happen because they had a synthesizer. Sure. And and it's off his third solo record, uh, Secret Agent. He's on it posing as like 
the same aesthetic as Elon Musk's fi- Cybertruck launch, like some kind of Bosnian, you know, drug lord or, you mm-hmm. know, or like, uh, he's, he's dressed like he's in Back to the Future, but mm-hmm. he's serious. Okay. So this song is a great song. Okay. It's called Boys Do Fall in Love. No one knows about it. it Should we charted- ride out on it? Oh, it's so good. Yeah, if, if you can. Um, uh, it charted, this is my favorite thing. It went to number 13 in Brazil. It went to number 13 in Spain. It went to number 10 in Italy. Mm. And uh, it didn't really do much in the United States. So I just love the, oh, South Africa, number seven. Okay. I love when things hit in certain cultures. You know what I mean? Like people in South Africa were like, now this is music or whatever they talk like. And uh, I think that was it. Now this is music. Finally, the future is here. Look nice. it. Now that's what I call music. Robin Gibb is dressed like Doc from Back to the Future, and this music is very, very electronic. It's here. The future is here. 1984. I've always cyber taken, music. I've always taken 1984 South Africa as a thought leader. And <laughs> cyber uh, music is here. I should be viewing things. Finally, cyber <laughs> music instead of regular music. Right. So anyway, he just says, love is a game you play in high school. Girls know how to be cruel. Most of the time, girls are cruel to be kind. So don't cry now. Oh, don't cry now. And we try to be cool as we dance in a crowded room. At the end of the day, making love to a paper moon. Mm. And she said, boys do fall in love. They make time. They get love on a Saturday night. And she said, hearts beat as they dance in the street to a radio. Oh, 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 boys fall in love. So part of the future is gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> and making love to a paper moon. Yeah. And that's it. And uh, thank you for bearing with me. We've all been there. Uh, all right, Chris. Uh, that was a pleasure. We, it's yet to be determined whether we can ride out on that. Miles appears to be making up his mind. Oh, it's uh, fine. Doesn't matter. We'll have to put it before the triumvirate of music deciders. It doesn't matter. Just go check it out. Everybody has uh, you Go find uh, Boys Do Fall in Love. It's a great song to exercise to. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, so, Miles, you're telling me that Lev Parnas, Rudy <laughs> Giuliani, you. you're telling me I'm that telling this guy you. Lev Parnas mm-hmm. is handed over the receipts? He's got to hand him right over. What, so what? What is this uh, so report based Lev on? Lev Parnas, obviously, he's the you the you the buddy of uh, Rudy Giuliani. Him and his other guy Igor Fruman. Right. Um. And you know they've been indicted for like an illegal money laundering scheme or funneling money into packs and things like that. Um. And what we do know is that he's indicted. He probably also does not want to go to jail for a long time. And we also do know that he has relationships that go into the White House. Yes. So presumably he may have something of value to trade to for, you know, uh, immunity or a lesser sentence. But he would never stab Donald Trump in the back because they're best friends. They're best friends until he was arrested. And Donald Trump said, I'd have never heard of him. I've never seen him him. before in my life. I would never know him. Even if he came up to me, I would say, who are you? Have I met you before? Have we met before? This is entirely new. (laughs) And uh, Donald Trump, that tends to be Donald Trump's M.O., like he'll loyal to loyal to a fault that guy yeah loyal until he doesn't need you anymore yeah uh and but this time it really seems to have hurt his feelings it said a lot of people well i mean first i do want to say when they when rudy giuliani's name was being brought up about how he might get thrown under the bus he's like well i have an insurance policy he like cleaned it up yesterday and was saying oh what i meant was like i have a vault i have a safe full of like all kinds of biden dirt for like four decades that's what i meant 
But right. they're like, it came up in the context of you being thrown under the bus by, by the Trump. White House. Yeah. But, and if anything, you would want to show this material, would you? Anyway, very confusing. He no. also uh, said that he like has a dead hand switch, right? That like if they kill him, yeah. documents will be released. Right. And he said my Rico case or something would be, I don't know. It, it was but, then, all... but he made it seem like he has the documents that would be released and the people who would be killing him are the mainstream media mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm, Bidens mm-hmm, mm-hmm, are, mm-hmm. are going to murder mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. for I mean, some hey, reason. just I keep your ears to the streets, y'all. Um, but with, with Parnas, you know, the second that Trump said he, like, just completely disavowed any knowledge or knowing him, anything like that, he basically turned and said, okay, well, now I'm going to make a mess. And so uh, they what's being reported is the House Intelligence Committee is in possession of audio and video recordings and photographs Provided by Lev Parnas. Now, the photographs could just be like those Facebook posts or whatever that was just him in the present, where he's like, we very much know each other. The audio video stuff, who knows? But at the end of last week, his lawyer was screaming like, hey, let my client talk to Adam Schiff like he knows things. Mm. So, you know, we'll see. It's not a uh, we don't we won't know till we know. And it could also just as easily be something where he's hoping this like little bit of information he's giving them will be seen as like a significant contribution to the investigation. Right. Uh, but I think either way, uh, it's, it sounds like he's at least making good on his promise to say like, OK, well, if we're if we're no longer on the same team, then I'll play like we're at odds. Right. Until we get. um, I mean, really, it. <clears throat> It's just the biggest bunch of criminals all around um, on both sides. I mean, this is money in politics. Money in politics has resulted in this. I mean, oh, yeah. as long, until there's money out of politics, this is what you're going to get. You're just going to get criminals. And these are all criminals. Yeah. And I don't know which – it's just – It's just. Um, I don't know. It's, it's surreal. I mean, it's surreal that the fact that the whole investigation is now focused on the Ukraine call, but really there was this whole Perry – you, they were trying to make money off of installing their friends on the, the board, board of Burisma, yeah. which hasn't even really come up. Like, and then in the meantime, there's so much illegal shit going on that that like they can't even talk about it. It's hard for them to choose which thing to talk about. Basically, yeah, which yeah, thing absolutely. are we going to talk about that's illegal? Because the the fact is, like, they can't. In the context of them trying to make money off of installing their friends on on Burisma's board, the fact that they're making a big deal out of Joe Biden's son making a lousy 50 grand a month by the, on the scale that Obama's been paid. I mean, Obama, <laughs> uh, uh, Giuliani's been paid hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, uh, through corrupt, uh, yeah. Ukrainian anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, I think it is, there is, there are so many loose threads. It's like, which one are they going to pick? But I think at the end of the day, just, you know, make the case, try and get some of these people up like Mick Mulvaney. So, or like these bigger players in the administration I would to love it. really try and put a bow on this thing. I would love but, it. So what is outstanding? Like what is left to be proven to like, because so just to recap what we've learned so far, uh, basically we know what happened. There's all these different people who said, who said anyone who was in the loop knew that Trump wanted a Biden investigation and was withholding aid. And they had been wanting this before even it was President Zelensky. Right. When it was Poroshenko, they were doing the same thing. Right. So the only arguments against that and against impeaching him for that are uh, probably the weakest, which is they got Sondland to say Trump told him no quid pro quo 
like in a specific like he, apparently he said that out loud therefore he said that out loud but the thing that fox is ignoring is that he told them to say that after he was already caught it was after the whistleblower scandal had already started breaking so he was he started putting like the right things in writing yeah and no one who fox said, is no like one, that he said it nope no yeah. one nope. who's not doing a quid pro quo would he ever say no i'm quid. not doing a quid pro right. quo um well you would if you were like writing a comedy like a comedic script about bumbling criminals it's like, and for the record, we will not do illegal money laundering. Yeah. Yes. To- like anytime someone says, I am not doing a quid pro quo out loud, they should be investigated immediately. The other argument is uh, it's all hearsay and circumstantial. Nobody heard it from the president, uh, which I think that so the alternative to that, to the fact that all these people heard this and, you know, had the same impression of the truth is that there's a vast conspiracy against Donald Trump inside the government, like from all these nonpartisan actors, mm-hmm. like including Republicans. So that if you don't want to believe the hearsay thing, then you have to believe that there is a vast right-wing and left-wing conspiracy to have Trump removed. Which is, I mean, that's that that's just too much. That's it's not, too doesn't much. Make yeah, sense. it's just not how things work. Well, you could also, that's characterizing like an impeachment process as a conspiracy against. Yeah. I right. mean, it's not, you right. can, if someone does, there's always going to be some faction of people who are going to support a dictator, for right. example. And they can characterize like a legitimate attempt to remove a maniac from office as an insurrection. I mean, some people will see it that way. Other people who are benefiting from Donald Trump being in office, which is like everybody who makes oil or whatever, <laughs> you know, or he makes money from oil or there's lots of people who are really into Trump being in office. Yeah. Who are making a lot aspects, of money. Yeah. yeah. And so to characterize everything that's like, I mean, this is just a, a rebranding of like a legitimate, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not an insurrection if it's Right. Right. It's no, not, but that's just a way you want to change things for the optics to try and have this sort of air right. of impropriety about yeah, it. It's when the other thing, it's the horrible. other thing that uh, goes against that version of events where there's a vast conspiracy is that the transcript or the doctored transcript that the president himself released has him doing the thing that they're claiming was only inside a conspiracy. Yeah, it's not a, a vast conspiracy. It's a vast reaction. Right. Yeah. Yes. And an observation. Yeah. (laughs) It's not a conspiracy to say that shit is. That shit happened. Yeah. Like that. It's not a conspiracy. And it's bad. No, that's just somebody fucking doing a good thing. Right. And And then the last thing is fine, he did it. It's not great, but it's no reason to remove him because removing him would be subverting the will of the people. And that's another disingenuous argument to try and paint this as the other thing they've been saying. Well, they're just they're they're trying to relitigate 2016, right? And using the impeachment process to do that. that. It's like no, they love saying that. But this is, I mean, they've completely checked out of reality in terms of like even being able to have people like career State Department officials come up and say. This is what happened. This is my area of expertise. I'm not stupid. Right. This is what was going on. And still be like, well, no, look, I don't want to get primaried or incur the wrath of dear leader. Right. So, But not removing him would be subverting the will of the people because that'd be us saying, go ahead and try and use your power as the president to fuck with the next election. To th- then subvert the will of the people. There. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
So it's, but yeah, I mean, either way, I mean, I think that just again, I think we know at this point, like I was saying, just sort of like the fatigue of it is like, we know now, like, unless you're going to get some of these really big star witnesses who none of them seem willing to go up there, right? Figure out how to move this along because I just, you I mean, know, let's just get to the part where the, the Republicans. The craziest thing is, man, they would have tried to. They would have tried to impeach Obama for just this doctor visit thing that just happened. If right. if they're just that by itself, if oh, yeah. Obama had lied about going to the doctor and said it was the first stage of a physical, that would have been enough. Yeah, I swear to God, they would have oh, made yeah. that. He lied. Well, He's cr- that that he literally had they, to do everything. With Hillary, it was the same thing. Anything she like, granted, she fainted or collapsed at that one event. I think it was like a nine eleven event or something. And everyone's like, "Oh my God, she's got a brain tumor." Right. That's, Remember when we used yes. to like look at the tabloids and stuff, and they even after the election, we're still being like, "What about her health? Man? Yeah, she's dying. Hillary dying." Yeah, I, being but it, held up by full body brace, and at the same time, now that the that Trump doctor's visit visit happened, they all come Crickets. together and say like, "Oh, it's so inappropriate to begin to speculate about the president's." Oh, health. sure. Like, oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, you'll speculate about his beige suit or his lack of a salute yeah. when he gets off the plane or whatever. Let's impeach him for that. Let's let's. I mean, tr- Trump just got busted for spending money from a veterans charity. Yeah. Right. For paintings of him. I mean, imagine that would <laughs> right. be the end of Obama. I mean, that would never, certainly there would never stop being investigations. It's all this it's just a, you know. an absurd. That's why I'm so mad that Democrats won't like, I wish they would just be like, listen, we're in a great position right now. Most of this nation hates this guy. Stop with this narrative that we have to appeal to the middle. Yeah, this right. is the time of all times where we can go apeshit crazy and put up any Democrat. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the crazy, that wants health care for bugs. We can, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and I, they're going to get elected. This idea that there's this Well, pushback. the pendulum has been pulled so far back. You know, like that moment when it's released, that momentum has to go past the middle that we used to just. Yeah, I don't I just don't see this argument that we need a centrist at all. No, that's that. Those are takes from people who just want to make sure that there aren't massive. I think we're going to clean the the fuck out. I think we're going to clean everybody. I think there's going to be this next election is going to be a wonderful moment. I hope those Republicans are all saying get your brooms out. I think so. It's a sweep. I think so. And I'm I hope so. I mean. I really do. I feel like people are, the the media narrative, of course, always encourages a horse race because it's more more tension filled or whatever. I think all those motherfuckers are going to go because most people in this country think this these Republicans are disgusting, and also a lot of Democrats. And I'm not, you know, yeah, sure. But but in general, the dem the, the Republicans are just nakedly evil and and it, doing illegal shit, and they're going to go. I, yeah. I feel like they're all going to fucking Cold go. Cold I, I hope I hope they all fucking straight go. from his lips. God, I hope fucking. Oh, I hate Devin Nunes so much. <laughs> um, and fat-headed. Yeah. Fucking congressman impersonator. Did you ever see his high school picture? We were just talking about we that. Just, yeah. Someone Give had a tweet a that said it looked like he got kicked out of the Cobra Kai for farting. Too. These guys <laughs> invent themselves. They put on a suit and they get a haircut. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, look, well, You know, like they say, theater. DC, politics is just Hollywood for ugly people. It's theater. Yeah. Yeah. Devin Nunes, man. Yeah. And I thought he was, oh, whatever. it turns out he's, you know, he's not. He poses. He likes to play up the idea that he's sort of like. He likes to give the impression sometimes that he's possibly Hispanic. He's right. po- from Portugal, or his family's Portuguese. Yeah, I he's mean, like a he's, he's a rich kid from Portugal. He's, he's not a. He's like he's just a bad faith actor. Uh, no matter what, what you put makes me mad. Well, speaking of uh, Democrats who want to believe that things just need to go back to normal, uh, and we need a fiscal conservative social 
liberal. Uh, oh, libertarian? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Mike Bloomberg has officially entered the presidential race. Yeah, he's been there. What a clown. Um, he... He's yeah. a junk. He's a- I, I've, heard, I've heard takes from... So I assumed this would be... I'm not like Deval Patrick entered and it was just kind of crickets for him because not even yeah. what's less than crickets dead because, crickets yeah it was like so everybody gassed him up and was like yo the you're we need you we need a conservative Democrat to enter the race and then he entered and it was I don't know where those people went but uh, it it has there hasn't been the upswelling the groundswell yeah but. Bloomberg, I am seeing, especially from the mainstream media, uh, aka The View, uh, the women on The View were like, thank God we have an adult in the room. Oh, The View. Sucks what does that so even mean? What uh, are, like, there are plenty of capable people running right now. Oh, hell yeah. Thank yeah. God there's a, the, like, he's the oldest, right? Would he be the oldest or second oldest Would he? candidate? Is he older than Biden? That would be incredible. Biden's, I think, the oldest ever. Mike Bloomberg is 77. It's just so pathetic. Oh, person, well, yeah. Person Biden, like 76. Biden is also a seven, or just turned 77. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I think just barely older. But yeah, I think when you look at it like that, it's like, yeah, we just need this guy who's going to come in and we like the Obama era version of like what the Democrat Party was. Or it's like kind of very lukewarm nods to like improving things. Yeah. Right. But never like full on, let's rock the fucking boat. Right and see what the fuck comes up. Uh, and always, I think that's the that's that's his greatest appeal. And I think that's when you just see like the people on the View really show their ass, and you're like, really? Yeah. Are you, you really? This Mike Bloomberg is the fucking. He's exciting you. What? Right. Yeah. What do they even think he stands for? I've never heard it. I mean, what is Bloomberg? Doesn't record. He to me looks like a loaf of bread. Or you he know does I mean? not. First of all, I mean, like again, if. Jack and I were talking. Like, if you have your, if your parents start thinking Mike Bloomberg, if you're if you're at Thanksgiving. And you start seeing this shit, shut it down immediately. I don't care what these people are saying on TV. Like Mike Bloomberg is just absolute garbage, yeah. and is not the actually like worse than what Biden could be as a president, in right. my opinion. I, agree. Um, I mean, I think so too. When you look at his stance, he's not, right, just he's as not a even mayor, a real Democrat, he used to be a Republican, right. And then even as mayor, right, stop the stop and frisk thing was terrible. Basically being like, let's give police carte blanche to violate people's constitutional rights to illegal search yes, and seizure. That's something you cannot just apologize for. Right, right. Like five years later, be like, oops, that was a different brain I had. Right. And yeah. when you look at sort of how it broke down, right, sort of demographically in uh, 2010, New York was 23 percent black, 29 percent Hispanic, 33 percent white. Fifty two percent of the people who were stopped were black. Hmm. Then 31% were Hispanic. And then disgraceful. 10% of white uh, people were stopped. But the odd, the funny part was on uh, they found a greater share of whites that were stopped by police had uh, weapons and contraband on them versus the black people they stopped. So, again, he had like this dumb policy built on like stupid racist ideas of like, right, got to check these black, black and brown people. Yeah, you never know right. what's going There's on. There's no And then they were clearly using the color of someone's skin as a piece of evidence against them. Whereas right. with white people, you actually had to be suspicious to like get stopped. And yeah, so- they're like, this guy's got a bunch of white powder all over his clothes. <laughs> right. He's trying he's, to tell me he's a baker. Right. Sweating profusely <laughs> yeah. from everything. It's like, dude, your jugular <laughs> is like, anyone's ever bl- said like that. blasting out baker. of the side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got this flower all over <laughs> me. And- Oh man, you farting too. Keep uh, saying woo and clapping. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a baker. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so uh, not only that, right? So he d- gave his very stupid, like, non apology for stopping for his, like, that was a mistake. Okay, yeah, you fine. can't. 
But even then, even in like around 2004, he was spying on Muslims in New York, like yeah. full on, like surveilling them at their places of worship, trying to like take note of like where people were wearing traditional clothing, uh, recording people like at lunch counters and things like that. Yeah. All of that to not even find one no. bad person. Like they never even, it was just purely a, you know. Uh, in case anyone didn't check lately, white people are our problem. Right. Really provably our problem. Yeah, in terms of just, you're, you're talking in about like of, violent crimes yeah, and things like that. Yeah, just all kinds of shit. Well, We're not having a Muslim problem. We're right. having a white people problem. Well, white fr- fragility, too, on top of that. Yes. I think, but when you look at this, right, so this is the disposition of someone who's running for president, whose idea to be like, well, what's we got a crime problem. Well, let's start f- just, uh, you know, frisking uh, black and brown people on the streets. Let's start surveilling our neighbors, if, if, even if it's just based on their religion. And again, that's what I'm saying. Is like this, That's such a tired-ass you know, Biden era type way of thinking. Of like, well, they're racist. probably the problem. Yeah. It's I, just plain old racism. I, I, He's an I, old I, man. I used it euphemistically. Yeah. I called it Bidenism. No, um, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, I think that is sort of, th- these are, this is the kind of person who has no ideas. Right. And they're, the only thing that he can hang his hat on, hat on is like, well, I'm the 15th richest person on earth, I guess. That's, right. So, so I succeeded at something. Yeah. Um, which is almost always exploiting some sort of inequality and just beating the shit out of the uh, the person who you're exploiting. Yeah. That's usually how you become a billionaire, let alone a 50 billionaire or whatever he is. I just love that he's just never really come out. He's never even had a policy. How could you ever be right. happy? Like, what does he stand for? Tell. I'd love to ask, like, Joy Behar what the fuck she thinks he yeah, stands for. Yeah, they said for. he's a fiscal conservative <laughs> and social liberal, but what are his socially liberal positions if he's, like, the architect or, like, he owns Stop and Frisk social, and owns, well, like... It means he has a gay niece or nephew. Right. If you like, have a billion dollars and, and you're fiscally it. conservative, you're a piece of fucking shit. Right. Yeah, right. Period. Exactly. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, right. actually, well, I don't want to tax it. You know what I mean? That's why. That's, that's right. Yeah. I mean, it anathema. doesn't. It seems like this is another example where it couldn't be any clearer if it like fucking hit us in the face. There's the leading candidates are people who want to tax billionaires and then Biden, who like seems a little shaky to people. And so, oh, you mean like just in general his candidacy? Yeah, oh, his okay, candidacy. Yeah. So they're basically like, okay, well, we can't have the people who are going to tax billionaires. I'm a billionaire. Yeah. I don't want to give away my money. I'm going to run. I'll run. I'll. Don't worry. I'm going to blow the wedge up. Right. We'll like, see what he does. What? But that's what it is. You're starting to see because like between Bernie and Elizabeth Warren, they're clearly tapping into something. They're just trying to throw any centrist like Wall Street protecting Democrat up there. That's why I think everyone's really, especially like you see a lot of news being made out of the Buttigieg polls in Iowa, like just very narrowly focusing on that. Right. Uh, but Buttigieg is no fucking saint either. Right. People just, you know, I think at the end of the day, at the people on The View are probably, you know, in that same sort of like Ellen DeGeneres hanging with George Bush type world where they're like, you know, is, are things really that bad yeah. for other people but out there? But I think there? that's a bigger portion of the country than we probably realize. Like, well, absolutely. Because the I country's think... older than the people that we generally interact with. And I think a lot of the older people who I've spoken to are like, this Buttigieg guy. 
I'll tell you yeah, what. Yeah, have right. you ever Googled them? Have you ever, right. I mean, like, have you done any work at all? Right. He seems nice. Is that how far you're going to go? Right. Well, I think because those people actually don't face the sort of existential threats other voters no. do who are right. voting on that Young basis. people got to vote. Yeah, because it's for us, it's like, well, hold on. I don't want to collapse under the weight of my debt or right. the terrible way the government is addressing, like, income inequality, fucking housing problems and things like that. Versus someone who's like, well, I'm retired and I love, you know, everything's going pretty well. I right. don't, I don't see a need to like, you know, get somebody. Oh, yeah. Talk everything. to your old whites. I mean, I this get Thanksgiving. Yeah, old those shit people. and everybody else. Yeah, old Asians, old blacks. You never know. People might have some <laughs> bad takes on what who they think they sh- who who will actually push the country forward. And if they're older, you should be like, hey, you want to help me out with your vote? Right. Because you might peace out in fucking in a few fucking years, right? Oh God, I know you can't. That's hard to bring up to an old person though, without them getting mad. Right? Yeah, right. Oh, just that directly, like, yeah. look, you're gonna die soon. Oh, I'm serious. <laughs> Don't like, piss your vote away on Biden. I want so badly, like, oh, it's so hard to talk to like my parents, you know. And I'm like, you realize you're just as your last act, you're just being. Like the most stereotypical old person, like yeah, I'm gonna get my, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna fucking, I'm just mad I'm about to die, so I'm gonna vote for a tyrant because it's more interesting or something. Right, right. It's like, yeah, I mean, I love my parents and I hope they never die. Yeah, <laughs> I always have this sentiment. every show, every time I'm on Daily Zeitgeist, I have to say this. I'm sorry, mom and dad, you're never going to die. Good. Right. Thank you. But you might die sooner chance. than some people. Right. <laughs> and, and hey, maybe you use your vote for something good, huh? Yes. And like, you think you're gonna hold back? You really think we're going to stay in Trump land forever because right. you vote for him? Mm-hmm. No, things are going the way they're going to go. Right. This we got millions of years coming. Yeah, well, you know? unless the sun explodes. Right. Which the, it's the demographics will change whether you want to. them to or not. All right. Grandma, we're going to take one more break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And oh, I hadn't thought of Adnan Said since probably a couple of years since now. 2014. 2014. When yeah. Serial came out. When Serial came out. But I had seen the occasional headline that's like, he's getting a new trial. It's He's trying to get a new trial. He's almost there. They, there's new evidence. Uh, but it officially- It's done. It. It's done. Yeah. The Supreme Court basically said, nah. Yeah, in Maryland, yeah, they were just sort of like, we're not hearing it. And again, in case you guys are new, unless, you know, I'm sure many of you listeners, you only got into podcasts because of the Daily Zeitgeist. Right. So I do want to take you down a little podcast history road. 2014, there's a seminal series called Serial, okay? Mm-hmm. And it was about the murder oh, of Heyman Lee. I didn't know what you guys and, were talking about. Yeah. They invented podcasts. <laughs> they invented podcasts, right. actually. They were um, like, what if there was... Something we cast with these iPods. With these Poddingtons. Yeah. Uh, And yes, it was Heyman Lee was uh, murdered by her boyfriend at the time, Anand Syed. And uh, Sarah Koenig, you know, was trying to look into like the case and find all these things. And it became an obsession to the point where there was like spinoff shows, documentaries, all these other things. So this has been an ongoing process because one of the big things they were talking about on the show was that his uh, lawyer at the time in his original trial did not call or question this key witness, Asia McLean, who said she had seen Adnan in the library at the time the murder would have been happening. Right. And saying, oh, see, had had we known that, this trial could go a completely other way. This woman is confirming his alibi. Uh, but, like, the court basically had decided 
after like reviewing it that a different lawyer wouldn't have actually changed the facts of right. the murder case. And therefore they were like, and which they believe proved that uh, Anand was guilty. So they're like, you know what? Uh, it's it's a wrap here. It's done. Yeah. Closed doors. I mean, I've... I never listened to that show. It's interesting. It's that definitely Apple? interesting. It's very good. <laughs> it's almost an exercise in like, I found him very like believable and compelling as a person to like hear talk and plead his case. But... The facts, like the further I got away from having listened to it, the more it's like, but yeah, he like, there's no way he didn't do it unless his friend Jay did it. So right. it's like, there's two candidates who could have done it. I don't even remember. Well, because there, there's one part where like they both like Adnan takes Jay to the car that has her body. In oh, it. right, right, right. So either Jay's lying and he must have done it. Right. Or Adnan's lying because he knew where the car was that had her body in it. So it's like one of those two. Look, man, I'm going to listen to this podcast and get back to you. Right. I mean, make up your own mind, but it's... Wait, have you listened to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was a joke. Uh, (laughs) You looked shocked. You're like, wait, have you listened? Do you know something we don't? No, I I, I heard a lot about that podcast and I, I, I just skipped it for some reason. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a great true crime podcast at the time that like, Without knowing all the stuff that's out now, at the time was like, oh my gosh, yeah, they might really figure something out here. Yeah. I was obsessed in the beginning. Like, I was trying to too. figure it out. I was like, well, who was at that Best Buy parking lot? Yeah, I want to check. I get like kind of mad, like if I miss something, and then I get like stubborn about seeing it or listen. You know, it's like The Sopranos or something. Like I never saw it, and so I'm like, I'm like kind of like set in oh, my like you're missing weight. out right and i'm kind of like crabby about it like i'm like oh wow. your fomo turns to spite and yes. resentment mm-hmm. and i spite myself and i'm like i'm not gonna watch that who cares about that it's I, done because I, I, i'm like i didn't miss anything like uh, that kind of thing oh you yeah. definitely missed out on the sopranos I'll i know i know every serial doesn't matter mad men never seen it really yeah only saw the first See, two episodes and i was like i can't do this anymore. i was drunk for so long that i never went to the movies or watched television so i, I really missed a lot of stuff <laughs> the whole day like, i never saw stuff. forrest gump or i never saw like any of that wow crap. that's a stretch any From of that shit forrest in the 90s. Gump all the way through mad men totally that's a yeah and then i got sober and i was like wait you know yeah. oh god i gotta catch there. up on my tv uh side note Heyman lee is my wife's korean name uh and they were born the same year so, whoa, Jack, I know. Call the police. Yeah. No, I've been talking to the Baltimore PD. I think, I think there's something going on here. I don't have a wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me either, bro. Uh, let's talk about Frozen 2. Topped the box office, broke a bunch of records, uh, broke the streak of, I didn't really think it was a streak or any surprise, but like the past, there had been a handful of uh, sequels. To big movies that didn't do very well. Squeakles, like even. Terminator 2 or no, Terminator, Terminator 13. Yeah. Other movies. Uh, but Frozen 2 broke that streak. Uh, they That story finds a way, by the way, to make Disney an underdog. It's yeah, like, right. They said we couldn't do it. Have a successful sequel. <laughs> uh, so it broke all sorts of records. Uh, has an A minus cinema score. The only like word of mouth I've heard is that it's like much darker. There's also like a it's being drawn into the culture wars. Oh hell yeah! Uh, because there's, I won't get into spoilers, uh, but one of the snowmen can talk. Uh, no, that's actually one of the main characters. But there's there's something to do with 
uh, <laughs> like indigenous people and uh, like tribal ancestry and colonialism. And oh, shit. Uh, like in a good way, like they've. It's. I mean, they definitely like, yeah, they welcomed some some sensitive ground. I haven't seen it, so I won't like. Right, right, make right, my, right, right. Uh, they did sign a, it was sort of a consulting deal with the Sami Council, uh, which is the tribe that is sort of being dramatized in the show, or at least like in the movie, or at least referenced. And so like they had them consulting, they wrote this sort of tribal background into the show, and then... The other thing that makes me suspect that they got it right is that the National Review is really pissed off about it. They're like, oh, it's been ruined by the first Frozen was magical, but this has just been ruined by uh, historical accuracy. Liberal politics. Wait, what is the. But, but it's because they bothered to actually like consult with this group that they're <clears throat> saying, like, oh, what's no, next? It's, it's something to do with the story, and there's like a twist where they have some sort of ancestry that's not pure. Spoiler alert. Aryan. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, and spoiler alert, it's because there's a spoiler twist. Spoiler alert. Spoilers for Frozen 2. Spoiler alert for Frozen 2. Get your babies out of the room. <laughs> they turn out to have some sort of tribal ancestry. <laughs> One of their, uh, well, I think their mom maybe. No. Grandma. But they're white. Their mom is. Uh, has tribal ancestry, but then their grandfather is like a very colonizing colonial face. So there's like all both sides are uh, brought in brought to bear. Both sides in it, baby. Yeah, and then uh, in the end, they like believe they have to basically drown an entire uh, village of people to like basically. Whoa! Second spoiler alert. <laughs> I took my kids to see the lighthouse. Did you? No. I don't have any kids. <laughs> I was going to uh, say. Did you guys see like that movie? Chris, no, no, I don't kids. even know what the lighthouse is. Oh, you know what the lighthouse is? Nah. I heard it's oh, great. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Oh, really? Oh, it's it's by the guy who directed The Witch, which I never oh. saw, uh, but named like Tony Eggers or something. His name's not Tony. Um, but, uh, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, anyway, like it's, not it's not for kids. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> not for kids. It's not for kids. Okay, good to know. There's tons and tons of jerking off in it. Oh, nice, nice. It's like 19th century lighthouse keepers oh, right. so jerking off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's crazy. It's a great movie. I mean, huh. it's also kind of not a useful movie. In any, you know, it's not a movie you have to see for any reason, except it's just right. nuts and fun. Yeah. And Willem Dafoe kicks ass in it. And is as he jerking off in century. It? Oh, God, everyone's jerking off. As long as Dafoe, there's actual, Dafoe loves There's actual dripping semen in the film. Spoiler alert. Yeah, and I saw it, I saw it at the Monrovia movie grill where they have like teenage waiters and waitresses. It's a Monrovia right. movie. Like a, it's a, it's like a, a car theater that has like where you can get like a steak. You know what I mean? It's like a- You're like eating a, a steak in the movie? You can order food. Yeah, it's like a venue you get. It's like a restaurant slash theater. Like, I mean, you can sit wow. in a recliner and have a waiter come. Sure, sure, sure. I ordered a Pellegrino and uh, a large popcorn. Uh-huh. And, um, and watched Willem Dafoe jack and off and I, Yes, and they, there's a man in it jerking off to suggestive scrimshaw. Yeah. These guys had no porn. Right. They, he was jerking off to a piece of scrimshaw that looked like a goddamn mermaid. Wait, what's scrimshaw? Scrimshaw is whalebone carving. <laughs> I feel like that's I just the, know the scrimshaw pilsner. I just know a beer that has scrimshaw. Oh, it's whalebone it. carving. I but feel anyway. like I'm having a 19-year-old summarize this movie to me. He's jerking off to scrimshaw. No, yeah. they had it no was, porn. Bro. It was the craziest thing. Jerking off to I a mean, picture I'm of a whalebone. Not even kidding. Like, yeah, like you had to like. I mean, just I just think about yeah. that. Like, anyway, yeah. just what it was like having to jerk off 
with your imagination or like yeah. you know a plant that looked like a lady right or whatever yeah. uh oh look at that <laughs> <laughs> hey stop hogging like, the lady ooh, plant that rock. look at that look at the ass on that rock yeah uh, uh so it was like that kind of thing but anyway, I was sitting in the movies though and getting waited on. Here's your Pellegrino, and there's a, it's like a happening. fifty foot man, right, screaming ay ay and like jerking <laughs> off. It was very surreal. It was a weird place to see it. But anyway, I recommend it not for kids. Right? Would you like some Bernays sauce? Frozen two kids or Frozen the Lighthouse? Two, uh, Frozen two. Uh, the National Review also says not for kids because it's going to give them ideas. <sighs> About uh, imperialism, colonialism. colonialism. Yeah, no imperialism. ideas. Wait, nope. what do you mean? Give them ideas. Wait, okay. There's I'm no joking. ideas allowed. Kids are not allowed to have ideas. Yeah. Just get them a job Don't at wanna... the factory. Come on, what is this? Get, it'll it'll inculcate them with your liberal agenda mm-hmm. about how white people weren't implicitly right in everything they've ever done. Uh, yeah, so it's garbage. Yeah, but then uh, rather than having to make a difficult decision, they uh, again spoiler. Uh, Spoiler. Save everything with magic. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! All I right, saw... back to Willem Dafoe jacking off. Was he like? Uh, were there new? Were there interesting j- jack off techniques that you saw, or was no, it pretty straightforward? Like, Overhand. It's yeah. just. Uh, I mean, there's a scene where there's actual, like Robert Robert Pattinson, it's Robert Pattinson and uh, Willem Dafoe, and apparently they did research. And they're, it's actual, like, 19th century lighthouse keeper talk. Like, they figured out, like, uh, Willem Dafoe does a great job. They're like, a few tugboats came in today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like... Tugboats. They just... Um, He's talking about jerking, jerking off. off. Yeah. They just... Oh, okay. He I didn't even it. understand. No, it's okay. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, tugboats. They're always talking about tugboats. And um, uh, the two of them just go berserk from loneliness on this island. Right, right, right. But also that, like, Willem Dafoe, I don't want to spoil it too much, but he's having an unusual relationship with the actual light. Oh, hell yeah. And it's like, it's fucking I don't know how, but hey, there's- no spoiler alert. Don't no spoilers. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's not, bad, it's not, bad, it's, it's, it's the it's whole thing. It's more than about jacking The whole off, thing guys. is nuts. I mean, it's, there's no- Let's Say that again. You can't really spoil it. <laughs> Uh, oh multiple. no! So anyway, it's like nuts from both What's characters. What's wrong with us? What's the funniest thing about <laughs> Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson is they, I guess, are doing like authentic, like 19th century masturbation, <laughs> like talk, and right, they're constantly right. almost getting in fights because, like, they're like two just ridiculous dialects that sound violent. You know, all the language oh, right, in 19th right, century was like, I'm from Portland, Maine, so I talk like, blah, blah, blah. Right. and the other guy's from like Massachusetts, so he talks like, ay, 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 and they're right. always just having fun. <laughs> they're trying to say nice things to each other, but they end but up they in can't. huge fights. I'm just picturing pure chaos, which, oh, it's so great. And jerking off. It's so good. I mean, you got to yeah. see it. It's, that I mean, was them jerking If you smoke yeah. weed, and I know certain people around this table do, I recommend. I I wish I smoked. Yeah. If I was capable of smoking pot anymore without losing my fucking mind, yeah. I would love to go see the lighthouse. Well, you know, my therapist told me I got to stop doing it every day, all day. If I want to get better, <laughs> so we'll see. Chris, it's been a pleasure as always having you. Where can people find you? You can find me at uh, Instagram.com. Um, Ooh, <laughs> all right. At uh, Chris in, underscore man. Crofton. Um, if you need. Uh, cold brew memes, I got them for you. Mm-hmm. And um, at the Crofton Show on Twitter, um, where you can also see my Cybertruck uh, Bosnian rave joke um, written <laughs> uh, two life. days ago. And um, I am also appearing at the Ace Hotel uh, in uh, in. Um, uh, I've never had such a fancy thing to announce. That's why I'm so excited. Wow! The Ace Hotel in Palm Springs. On uh, January 15th, opening for Neil Hamburger at the Ace Hotel hey. oh, that's in cool. Palm Springs. Damn! Wow. And that's, that's a fun hotel. 
I can't. I get. I get to stay overnight, and they give you a hundred dollars for food. What? Are you serious? Yeah, which I'm going to sock away and use for the next ten months. <laughs> it's not. A, it's not. A, <laughs> well, my rat pellets. That's I use. ten months of Trader Joe's wraps you, right there. Uh, but you have to spend it on location. I don't know what Uh-oh. they make you do, but I'm going to be eating lobsters make- and Palm Springs. And if anyone wants to, I'm doing stand up too. Like I, you know, it's been Forget a little stand up. You got a hundred dollars credit at the yeah, Hotel. I'm going to come out full. Oh wow, man! That stand up was pretty sluggish. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna kind of sit in this that chair. That Dust Bowl for a bit. stepdad was tired. <laughs> Too many lobsters. So yeah, uh, I guess that's it. Instagram and oh, and, and read the Advice King. Really, uh, that's my one of my favorite things. And also listen to my record on Spotify. It's called Hello, It's Me, and it got a seven point four from Pitchfork. Hell Pa-dow! yeah! Oh. Pa-dow! <laughs> uh, and that's it. Super fun to be on the show. I can't believe you said I was on Mount Zeitmore. I mean, I seriously got a chill. <laughs> that makes me so happy. I really have enjoyed. Hey, we don't uh, put them. We don't, I love we don't coming put on people on Mount Zeitmore. The Zeitgang does. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Zeitgang. Thank you, you hashtag Zeitgang. Mm-hmm. You don't get chosen by us. You choose your. The Zeitgeist chooses. Where is it? I'd like bail, to visit. Bail, bail, okay. Uh, I'd like to visit Mount Zeitmore. Hey, Where is it? Hey, Chris. Uh, is there a, tweet it's a trash pile in West Hollywood. Oh, is there crap. a tweet you've been enjoying? Oh, shit. This is the part where I never am ready. Uh, yeah, I like tweets. Uh, all right, Jamie Loftus. Oh, okay. Always wait until they say you they are in love with you before revealing your doll collection. <laughs> that's just good advice. I mean, that's just Jamie Loftus. Uh, that's you just know, Jamie being that's Jamie. Not, she, all her tweets are. I recommend her tweets in general. Yeah, she's the best. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? Follow you. Find me and follow me on Twitter and Instagram. What's a tweet you've been enjoying? At Sorry. Miles of Gray. Sorry. A tweet <laughs> that I like. Uh, is again, it's that one about Devin Nunes. It's it's a picture of him in high school, and it says, high school Devin Nunes looks like he got kicked out of Cobra Kai for farting. Yes. It's so I stupid, but so, it, so it specific. Really yeah. Um, also, uh, shout out to uh, at the great Asby, because I said, you know, I could get a ton of people to go to Starbucks just off the strength of my word, and one day as a movement, uh, and sure enough, uh, you stopped through Starbucks and posted there and knowing how, just how strong uh, the Zeitgang is. Now, a tweet that I like also from Jamie Loftus. Uh, it says, boys love to describe episodes of Nathan for you to each other, and I love that for them. <laughs> 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 or I love them for that. Either way. Because, uh, God, it really is. It, I feel seen. Uh, some tweets I've been enjoying. Pixelated Boat tweeted, uh, so John Becker, you probably saw, tweeted, please quote tweet this with your most controversial food opinion. I love controversial food opinions. And there are a lot of good ones. Taco Bell's the healthiest fast food and people who uh, claim it gives you diarrhea are being racist is one that I enjoyed. Um, That one was from Crispy Scream. Uh, but my favorite was from Pixelated Boat, who said, "You're fucking up if you don't eat corn in a manner mimicking the action of a mechanical typewriter, and make a ding sound when you reach the end of the corn." Uh, and Katie Stoll said, "Really hoping they cover the Epstein stuff in future seasons of The Crown, which oh, would be dope." Oh, uh, one I'll just, I thought found one other tweet. Jamie Loftus, she said, "Watching a 48-minute YouTube doc." 
on the road to El Dorado, and this guy really wants to fuck the road to El Dorado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, also, at Jabuki tweeted, if we can't have well-funded public schools or health insurance, can we at least have teleportation? Capitalism is is not even hitting like it's supposed to. Yeah, uh, definitely hitting like Cyber capitalism. Yeah. Oh, shit. Don't uh, give him ideas, Chris. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, Footnote. where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's it going to be today? Uh, this is a track from UK recording artist Robin Gibb. Woo! Oh, you're gonna do man. it! It's a great song to work out to, from what oh, I understand. Oh man, you guys are gonna love this. I'm so glad. It's so cybered the fuck out. You're gonna think Kraftwerk fucked the Bee Gees or something, huh? Hell yeah, you're gonna think the Cybertruck. What would you say aesthetically for people who know music? How would you describe the land, like the the palette? That's a lot of pressure. A lot um, of synths. Heavy I, on the I synth? would say like uh, leg warmers. Imagine Elon Musk with leg warmers on. Oh god. Yeah, like aerobics. I mean, oh, oh god. god. Oh god. Imagine Elon Musk as a spin instructor under black light wearing neon. Wow. Track. What kind of instruments are we hear? I always do. We're gonna hear like. <laughs> We're gonna hear like uh, mostly uh, keys and uh, uh, like synthesizers and probably uh, uh, electronic drums. And, oh, the uh, drums are programmed like MIDI. Yeah, no, I mean it sounds drums. like a. Fu- it's it cyber. It sounds like a video game, You're except right. it's got. I should have known. You said Elon Musk. And it's about A-B-G. like it's about girls being. It's like people fucking paper moons and whatever you oh, said. Oh, you know fuck. what I mean? All right, yeah. I, you said I love man. Here. Let's get into it. Boys do fall in love. Robin Gibb. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are. Give it away for free. That's gonna do it for today. We will be back this afternoon with more podcasts. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Boys. Bye.